This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Monday, boys and girls, welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sheriff and the book, Matt Peralt, the Bostonian with you for the next, I don't know, hour, 45, 50, whatever we go. Keep it tight. Keep it tight. Here live on YouTube and Twitter, Sports Grid Replay. How are you guys? Unite Owls. Thank you for staying up and watching us following the Pat McAfee show at Boston versus the book on Twitter to follow us. Dave, you look like a guy who used to coach me Little League. Really? I was on the Orioles. You I, haven't were? Seen, I haven't seen that Orioles hat and that color jersey. That was our jersey. Was it? The orange. Yeah. I was 11 and 12, my major league and over. When I was 12 years old, I played on the all-star team and the other all-star team, the National League team. I played on the American League all-star team. The National League team went to Williamsport, played in the Little League World Series. Really? From Andover, Mass. Got scored. Gunked pretty quickly, but yes, they did win the, the the regional to be sent down to Williamsport. Wow. How are you on this Monday? I'm good. A um, lot of a uh, lot of stuff going on here this weekend in Vegas. Mm. Went on the hunt for uh, Baltimore stuff because I didn't have any. So um, you know, throughout the show, I have to give credit before we start to uh, my guys, Ron. Mm-hmm. Stefan mm-hmm. and E, mm-hmm. uh, my my guys. I got guys everywhere, and these are my lids guys. And they were like, "Yeah, we got Orioles stuff, so we got to fit the match. Uh, we'll be here with the Orioles stuff." Oh, do I got to wear the Ravens stuff? Are we going to talk about the Ravens covering again? Because of course we are. Oh. But I mean, you don't have to wear the Ravens stuff again. It's and, uh, until you lose until week two when the Patriots beat the Steelers, then you wear it again. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> That'll happen. Great. <laughs> you wear that again. And then, you know, then we'll, we'll be back on that, on that bet. But that's, you don't have to wear it unless you want to wear it because the Ravens have now won 22 consecutive games in the preseason. I've heard this. And they are now 20 and two ATS. I've heard that too. After covering last night. Yes. <laughs> Winning by seven against the Cardinals, covering the six and a half, covering the six, a push on the seven opening number, but depending on when you bet it. You got a six, six and a half. I had six last night. I mean, here's a question. If the number in week three was like 17 and a half, would people still bet it? Who did they play? I don't even know. Does it matter? I don't know yet either. <laughs> Does it matter? Know. I don't know. I don't even want to think about it. No more. It doesn't matter. One of those play. things that would be like, be a, be a terrible Monday morning meeting going in today and, and the book's going, what are we going to do with this Ravens number? I don't know. Make it 10. Just, just, just take some money on the other side, and then it falls. Like you know, so right. if you make it seven, like you did, the bad guys take the seven. They push everyone out. You move it down because you know seven's the number. You can go get the money, drop it down, let everybody bet it, and again, 
we've got uh, a perplexing problem with these Ravens in the preseason as the book. What do we do? I don't know. Take don't your know. lumps. I mean, you just take it and move on. I mean, it's just you just take it because I watched almost the entire game and Doug Franz, who does props, Did Arizona you really watched yeah. the whole game. And so Doug Franz, who does props, Arizona made a really good point on Twitter. I thought yesterday saying, you know what? It's pretty clear what the Cardinals were doing in camp versus what the Ravens do in camp. The Ravens play old school football. They hit they're physical. They run the ball at you. They beat you up. And they practiced and they have practiced this way. This is why they win preseason games because teams are so afraid to do what happened last year to the Ravens, which is everyone got hurt. Right. Trying to keep all their players in bubble wrap and Harbaugh and company are like, look, you get hurt, you get hurt. We're playing football. Let's go. And they play old school. And then in these these preseason games, they just, you can see it. The offensive linemen come around the corner. Same way they do in the regular season. They bury their opponent. I mean, the offensive linemen, they got snot coming out of their noses. They're flying at you and they're going to knock you in the next week. And these guys are like, wait, wait, wait. I thought this was the preseason. What are we doing? And that's why they win all these games. They're just more physical than their opponent. Every single time they get on a preseason field, it's, it's, it's wild to watch. Man. Oh man. Santana just came in a chat and said, Matt and Dave, my parents. Wow. How old are you? I don't know, but you can call me daddy if you'd like. That's fine. No, I'm dad. Not daddy. <laughs> ah, whatever you want. It don't matter. Pops. There's a difference between dad and daddy. Is there? <laughs> yeah. It's a very large difference. Just hit the like two. button while you're here, Santana. That's all. You can call me whatever you want. It's a very Thanks large for coming difference. in and joining the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm getting picked. Books are sending me pictures of their new books. Okay. Interesting. New really? book called a new book called The Den. It's going to open in Troy, Michigan, the first sports and social DraftKings venue. Oh God! What does that mean? <laughs> it's a sport. <laughs> Guests will be able to access DraftKings' user-friendly mobile platform and play daily sports and wager on sports from their mobile devices. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> Can't they do that now? Oh, That's no, really- <laughs> did you say that out loud? <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> Why Troy, Michigan? What are we? I don't know Michigan where very well. Where is Troy? I know it's part of the Mac, but where is Troy, Michigan? <laughs> I don't know where that is. That's random. Okay. Thanks, DraftKings. Appreciate the email. The email. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Monday morning, let's announce Troy, Michigan, our sports cafe, which greater is than his parents, Santana. I didn't, I misread that. It said not. We not his parents. We are greater than he did a greater. Oh, my man, that. Santana. I appreciate that. Baby. Thank, Thank you. you sir. But no, that shouldn't be the case though. Love your parents. Come on now. Let's go. That's us. So Baker Mayfield this morning gets named via social media post by the Carolina Panthers as their starting quarterback. And they're going to pay their backup $20 million, Dave. Yeah. $20 million yes. for Sam Darnold. Doesn't anybody have to pay for that? Doesn't Matt Rule or somebody have to pay for that decision to pick up the option for Sam Darnold when they traded for him? Listen, people, you can go back and watch the shows that we've done in the past. Look at the day that Baker got traded and what we talked about. You did. You called it. You heard it here first. You said Baker will start. And I said, really? Because I thought they would give at least game one to Darnold. No. (laughs) They realized pretty quick 
that it wasn't going to work. But everybody knew that. How did they not know that? We all have watched football long enough to go. Sam Darnold in the NFL is not a long-term solution. What we're just talking about right now. I don't know if about long-term solution. You throw these kids in and make them play behind bad offensive lines. They can't be successful. We've seen a lot of good college quarterbacks get thrown onto bad teams with bad offenses, yeah. with no real plan, multiple yeah. offensive coordinators year after year. We have How do we data. know Sam Darnold's going to make it in the NFL yet? He's we not don't. going to. No, Sam Darnold's not going to make it in the NFL. Ever? Sam, Sam Darnold is not a starting quarterback in the NFL ever. For any team. For any team. He's a journeyman backup quarterback who's made a lot of money and he's good for the rest of his life. He's good. Hell, you want to pay me $20 million to hold a clipboard? I'm your guy. Sign me up. I'm your guy. Let's go. 100%. Listen, I'll take it for 10. Just give me the good hats <laughs> and I'll nice take- visors. I don't yeah. do visors. My head gets burned if I do the visors. I got to do a full hat, but I'll sit on a. Listen, I'll help that guy in the room. I'll run the dummy offense in practice. We're good. It ain't a bad gig. It's one of the best gigs in all of sports. Maybe the best gig in all of sports. I mean, it's pretty good. It's hard well, to beat that. Backup goaltender in NHL ain't bad. You can't get paid as much, but right. it ain't bad. It's a pretty good life too. Like for for you know, when you back up Mark Andre Fleury when he p- plays seventy two games, you still get to play eight to ten games. You travel with the team. You eat good. You know, and and you sit on the bench and get to be a part of it. Maybe get a ring. It ain't a bad gig. Backup goaltender. Um, I mean, look at Louis Domingue. Louis Domingue, not the best. Became a household. Okay. <laughs> He's got a catch slogan now. He should have not the best chicken or pork and broccoli. Spicy pork and broccoli, not the best. <laughs> make like fr- make it a frozen entree in Pittsburgh. Just <laughs> sell, sell, sell it in sell it in, in all all your different. He's in the Rangers now, right? He's oh, he Rangers. is. Oh, that sucks. Because I, I would totally go to like a like a a quick person that's making this and say, hey, by the way, have it not the best. Spicy pork and broccoli frozen dinners. He can go to the place in New York that he got it at. Oh, that's right. There you they go. can that's work right. at the whole thing. That's right. Put it on the- a t-shirt. Not the best. <laughs> Ravens in a preseason. The best. Everything else, not the best. Seriously. Does God. this affect the line in your mind for week one? I mean, it didn't. I've, I've been saying the line is with Baker in anyway, right? Yeah, so it no, I don't affect anything I mean, wagering wise, right? Game sucks anyway. So it's like. Game you know. sucks. Yeah, it's it's a bad it, it's drama. It's it's bad game. That's what I'm. But what do you mean it's a bad game? It's drama. That's all it is. It's bad. It's two bad football teams in my mind playing each other. I mean, I don't think the Browns are going to be very good, and I don't think the Panthers are going to be very good. So, the only thing we're looking at is drama, which is what the NFL lives for. So, it's an interesting game. I'm not saying it's not an interesting game. It is very interesting. It's just not going to be a good game. There you go with that interesting word again. I love when you use that word, interesting. <laughs> you go, interesting. You give it like three octaves. Uh-huh. Carolina's a one-and-a-half-point favorite now, sir. Pretty they should much be. Exclusive. Yeah, yeah they should be. I Cleveland, mean, remember when Cleveland was favored? Yeah, that's where, I mean, I'll tip the cap to the Sharps who bet it at three-and-a-half in the offseason and yeah. said, go ahead and bet Carolina plus three-and-a-half because if Baker wins the job, you're going right. to get a ton of value. Yeah, it still doesn't mean they're going to win the game. I mean, maybe Jacoby Brissett plays really well or they run the ball down their throat. I mean, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, if you got a plus three and a half ticket right now in Carolina, you feel pretty good. It's a good bet. 
Do you, though? Because you tell me when you have those bets and that closing line moves that much, you don't feel good. I don't like it, but I, it's more when it happens quickly, like right before the game, like the day of the game or the day before. I don't like that, but this is different. This has been over weeks and weeks and weeks. This is a slowly moving line. So it's more or less the bet was saying, okay, if Baker meet, wins the job, they're going to be favored. Baker won the job. Now they're favored. So mm. then I would, I would be very happy with a three and a half ticket right now for Panthers at home. Well, I hope to, I hope the brigade got some of that. Um, you know, we've been talking about it. We went through the, the, the team season wins, every one of them. I said, I loved Carolina. Um, be getting points and said, I think they're going to win the game. I still think they're going to win the game. I thought Watson would be suspended, wouldn't play. I thought Baker will has all the motivation in the world. I think the team will use it in practice. And now mm-hmm. he's our guy. He let's help him. You know, he's a better leader. He's, he's a better leader than Darwin. Yeah. He'll win the room. He's already yeah. won the room. It's yeah. he won the room when they traded for him. Yeah. You know, absolutely. Yeah. They, they, so. they like, I mean, I think that will be a big motivating factor for that room. And speaking of week one, now we've got the potential for three starting quarterbacks going up against their former teams. So Baker is going to go and play obviously week one against the Browns. Yeah. Russell Wilson's going to play week one against the Seahawks. Yeah. What's that line right now? Um, five and a half. Oh, six. Seattle sucks. So they're horrible. I mean, people watch the show in Seattle too, you know. It's okay, but they know the sea sucks are a thing, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> they know. I mean, sea sucks are a thing. That they're smart. The sea sucks are going to be that. And then oh. Joe Flacco is going to play for the Jets against the Ravens. Flacco. It's Joe Flacco season against the Ravens. So here we what go. Hell's that line. Wait, hold on. What 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 the world is that line? Seven. Yeah, I'll be all over Baltimore. I'm just waiting. You to make should sure have them. already bet Baltimore Circus the Can last I'm... six and a half. Why didn't all you bet right. already? I bought that today then. Okay. So that's six and a half. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll do it. It's a sevens everywhere. All right. I gotta go back is that today. blowout central? Yes. yes. <laughs> that is, that is. The Ravens in September over the last three years or something like 24, I don't know, like 21 and two ATS. It's like some stupid, the carryover for the Ravens into the regular season is real. They are really hard to beat in September ATS. They're normally they really favored and they cover. Jets like very easily here. This is this is the Jets know. are not going to be good. No. <laughs> no. The Giants Breaking are not going to be good. Right here on the BVB. The yeah, Jets. Wow. Earth shattering news. The New York Jets are going to suck. Uh-oh. There's a hot take. <laughs> Telling these people this for years. I mean, like they just, just keep betting. Like the, 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 the rhombuses and the parallelograms love the Jets every year. There's yeah, a lot and of people. What, and Wilson's going to play what week? Tell me. Four? Three? Uh, you're, the, you're the doctor, Dr. Peralta. I just Dr. said it. When, Peralta, I said all these goddamn jobs. I know. When they said two to four weeks, I laughed. I was like, right. Two to four weeks. Sure. Two to four weeks. Keep on. That's to keep the ticket holders from, you know, flipping out, canceling their orders. He's not play. If he plays by week three, I'll be very impressed. I, they're gonna are people buying tickets to come see Zach Wilson play right now? Yes. Oh really? yeah. Oh yeah. Especially the soccer moms. They're all in. <laughs> they're coming to see that show. 
they, they're all in soccer mom central man talk about you know go shooting for the title that's a that's a title they they all want that title right there they're like oh really he likes that oh let's go it's not the wife it's the mom is that what you're telling me <laughs> no that connotation's all all strange <laughs> yeah that's true that's a, there's a name for that there's a four-letter acronym for that uh yeah speaking of the jets that is oh i got it that's it <laughs> that's the jets it. and not falcons cool, but it's close it's close right. yes it, it's it's close Just uh, the jets and the falcons tonight total is coming down to 38 and a half you have any interest in this game at all on monday night football tonight less than zero Less than zero. It's week zero in college yeah. football this this week. I have less than zero interest in this game. It's tough. This what a, in the world is... would you want to bet this for? If you bet the Ravens yesterday and won, isn't that enough? Like, haven't you done mm. enough for week two preseason? No. Good, right? No. No, I'm betting again. I, I bet it yeah. again. Yeah. Um, okay. What is what is hold on? What is my record? I need to add it up really fast. My record is. I, th- I think I'm mean, six. You haven't I, tweeted about your record already yet today. About the I don't season. remember. I think I'm 16 and seven in the preseason. Well, I'm sure SoCal DGen or yeah. You know, I think I think that's right. Somebody pull it. Please get in there and find it, please. I think that's what I am. I went two and two yesterday in the preseason. I went two and one, I believe, the day before. I think that's right. Saturday feels like it was a week ago. It really does. It's strange. I mean, it's, I can't even days. believe that was less than 48 hours ago that we yeah. were sitting there watching the fights and having a good time and got that bill and everybody almost <laughs> shat their pants. <laughs> we'll tell that story in a second. Hold on. Yes. Go <laughs> we ahead. Got time. We'll have time to tell that story. Right, but I mean, I don't know. Of course I'm betting this game tonight. Why wouldn't I bet this game tonight? You have to have something on this game tonight. I got to, I got to change this up. Because, oh, okay. wow. You double Orioles. I, 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 I double. Yeah. I like the other one much better. Right? This like is just it. a script. Oh, I, I don't like the hat at all. No, I like the colors of it, but the hat right. itself is too plain. Too needs plain. To, needs to have a little more action to it. It's yeah. Not, not, a, not enough. Everybody on that. needs more action, but you know, I couldn't decide and Ron and, and, uh, and Stefan and he were just like, they're the best. They're like, listen, are you really going to wear this? So they're all watching the show right well, now. Hi guys. You know, join in and they do picks and they, oh. Stefan's a bears fan. I tried Ouch. to explain to him. I'm sorry. Listen, bro, it's going to be a rough season for the Bears. Sorry. Yeah, they're not, gonna be, they're not going to be. They're not going to be very good. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to have a tough season. Yeah, bears are not so. going. Bears are not going to be very good. <laughs> that's, oh. kind of, that's kind of obvious. So Man. would you bet? The, would you bet the under thirty eight and a half tonight? Not with your money. Okay. You bet the over. Um, I'm leaning over. I'm with you on that. You are leaning over. So am I. Don't both teams have to play this one out? Like it's like, it's their second one. So it's the, it's the dress rehearsal, right? Yeah. This one feels like that to me. But again, I I think because it's Monday night on in New York, I think that adds a lot of juice to it. Are you aware of what's going on in New York today? Other than this game, the Mets and the Yankees. Ain't nobody care about this game. Oh, I think you're wrong about that. It's Monday Night Football. I'm talking about the players. I don't care about the fans. Players. This is a primetime standalone game. This is. A, I think anybody, anybody who's on the bubble, any fourth or fifth string dude who's trying to make a roster, trying to play in front of the entire other coaches to find other jobs, 
I mean, they're doing everything in their power to score tonight. The, the, no, no one's taking it easy tonight. Everyone's playing right. their ass that, off tonight. In that regard, yes, but like as far as volume in the book, this is this won't even do as much as uh, it definitely won't do as much as the, the Yankees and the Mets. Like right, but that's not I'm worried. I, I'm just talking about on the field, which is what we bet on. I believe these players because it's Monday night in New York, and everyone's watching standalone game. And if you're not coaching, if you're not playing for the coaches on your sideline, you're going to play for the coaches who are watching the game because they're all going to be watching the game tonight. I just mm-hmm. think you're more likely to get a late touchdown in this game to blow the under, you know, have this game be 20, 20 to 14. You're sitting at 34 praying for not a touchdown to happen. And then it happens. Right. Touchdown goes, man. Oh man. I don't know who's listening to the show right now, but the Cleveland against the Bears line just moved from four to five offshore. It might have been the comment about the Bears being bad. Just yeah, right. yeah. might have just yeah. happened. <laughs> Literally just happened. Yeah, I'm watching awesome. the line. Yeah, of course, it was. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> show and watching the show everywhere. Don't think we're making lines move, Dave. No, I, 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 I don't think we're there just yet. <laughs> In terms of we, other con- shows are doing that stuff. We do the content. We the do the content for line. other shows. We don't move lines yet. <laughs> Not yet. Soon, one day we'll move lines. But we, we, we just do the work for other shows. You know, where they're where they're show prep. All right. So. In your experience, yes, we sir. haven't had many college football week zeros. It's kind of a made-up thing now because we're playing. It's in, so made up. I don't made like yeah. the name. Do you like the name? No, but they need to call it something because it's not everyone playing. It's only certain teams. They allowed you could play before Labor Day. It used to be you couldn't play until Labor Day. Labor Day Much used better. to be Labor Day used to be the college football kickoff. The NFL right. would go the week prior or we sorry week week, week after. after week after. Not so much anymore. So now it's, well, you can play in August. You can play early if you want. Go ahead. Are the lines sharp or soft? They've been up for months. They're malleable. They're, 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 they're I don't know, soft, hard. I, I, I don't know. It's just, they've been sitting there for months. Like, well, how much more is it going to go? It's going to go. I just, you know, let's look at the line screen now. I mean, like. Nebraska is what thirteen? Mm-hmm. I mean, please how much higher to, is this going to go? Get me to fourteen, please. Get me to fourteen. I'll oh, be you want fourteen. I want fourteen. I'll take thirteen, but I want fourteen. You give me fourteen, I'm firing. The second it goes to fourteen, I'm firing on Northwestern. You 100%. and every parallelogram or <laughs> there is in the world will come yeah. on fourteen. So I don't think they'll get to. I, I think thirteen and a half might be might happen, but I'll be. St- Stunned if we get to 14. Well, they'll touch it. I mean, it, it somebody might at some point. It's not pull the ripcord like emergency, like, mm-hmm. um, but it's at some point you got to go find a bet on that other side. I haven't heard anybody really say, Oh, uh, I think Northwestern can win. Nobody thinks they can win. I very rarely have heard anybody say they can cover. Really? So, oh, it's yeah. that. Okay. I yeah, think they I think 14 Nebraska points for Nebraska in Ireland. By the way. If we want my two good friends who are twins. Okay. One boy, one girl. Awesome. Text me this morning. They did. They are going to to Ireland for this game. From where? Nebraska? From Omaha. Yep. Omaha to Ireland. And I said, look, it's an eight-hour time difference in Ireland to us here. Okay. 
If you guys get on Wi-Fi, they're going over Thursday. It's on Thursday. Figure out if you guys have Wi-Fi or not. We're live on Friday. We're at Circus Sports on Friday for the show. So I don't know if it's going to work. But if it works and you guys have Wi-Fi, either Thursday or Friday, if it works for you guys to come on the show, Ross in Omaha might make a five-minute little appearance from Ireland. Ross in Omaha. What's the sister's name? Sarah. I so, want Sarah on the show. You want you want Sarah on the show? Okay, well, that's good. Either or. They're both like the sweetest, nicest people on the planet. Ross is a straight doppelganger for, um, for why am I blanking, on the lead singer of Foo Fighters. Um, Who's the lead singer of Foo Fighters? Watch how fast the chat has the answer for you. Everyone knows this. I'm blanking on this. Um, Stop thinking. Chat. We need the lead singer, Foo Fighters. <laughs> Two seconds. Everyone First one in gets a hat. Come on. Oh, wow. Look at that. Come on. BVB hat. Wow. It's taking this long. I'm going to be two seconds. Uh, I don't know. Everybody's scrambling, Googling it right now. Oh, I know. Hold on. He's a drummer for Nirvana. Why am I forgetting this? Um, Dave Grohl. Thank you. Sorry, my brain. I got it. You already got a hat. I, yes. Dave Grohl, he looks exactly like Dave. Bam, 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 bam. Look, Goro, yeah, Drizzy, Carl, Sonic, Avi, <laughs> awesome. SoCal. Everyone. Yeah, sorry. That's my bad. But Dave Grohl, he looks exactly like Dave Grohl. He's got a beard, long hair, owns two bars in Omaha. One's a Grateful Dead Nebraska bar that he runs. So it's a, it, it's what a com- kind it's of a, joint is that? It's a combo Nebraska Grateful Dead bar. I don't know. It, it's called Broken Down Palace in Omaha, Nebraska. It's in West Omaha. My so is it this? Yeah. So Ross is one of my dear. I love the kid. He's just an unbelievable person. He's like the nicest. And he has a twin sister who I've known for years. And so they're both in Nebraska. They're both in Omaha. So they are they laying the points? Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Sonny's been texting me all morning, telling me Nebraska is going twelve and zero. This is, this is this is his thing. He's like he's like Sonny, we're going twelve. He sent me he sent me this podcast of these guys who broke down the schedule and why like you and I broke down the schedule yeah. to show that why you and I are wrong about what Nebraska is going to go ahead and do. I love that. He, and these guys have got them, you know, winning ten games. And he's like, these guys have got them winning ten games. games. Here comes Nebraska because they named this Texas transfer Thompson kid who's going to be the quarterback, and they've got these unbelievable transfer weapons, and their defense is going to be so great, and blah blah blah. And it's like okay. If Scott Frost loses in Ireland, they're going to want to leave him there. So, <laughs> like, just ten, 10 games. Yep. That's what I said. I was like, sure. Uh huh. I was like, 12 games, 10 games. You guys are all, they must you be know. spending too much time in this Grateful Dead bar. Yeah. Like Lucy in the sky with diamonds type stuff. Like, you're just, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you're the taking with the diamonds was the Beatles. It's LSD, Dave. The song was by the Beatles, <laughs> but it's LSD. <laughs> but they may be doing that in the bar. Nobody's Fine. doing nothing in the bar like that. Maybe yeah. outside the bar. Yeah. People riding that train high on LSD cocaine. Okay, if, if, if you want to go on that. Okay, we we'll talk about the dead. We'll go. We'll go on that one. Okay, keep on trucking. <sighs> oh, Jerry, gosh. look at you. <laughs> oh. I told you I used to go to dead concerts. Hate the I dead. I told you hate that fish. dead concert that I worked security changed my life. <laughs> I left that place talking to God himself saying, <laughs> what are we supposed to be doing right now, please? Oh, I went to the bar. They said, what's wrong with you? I said, I just saw civilization. I don't know what I saw. I don't, Falling I have apart. no idea what I saw. <laughs> Falling I got a hundred cash for working the Grateful Dead security. 
They should have paid me a thousand. Seriously. Oh my God. Those parties, man. I never went to the, I never went in. I hate the music. I hate jam bands, but the parties in the parking lot were pretty fun. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a pretty fun party. I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. Fish and fish and Grateful Dead. Fun parties. What a combination. Well, no, they were different. Sometimes they were touring oh, together. Okay. They sometimes didn't do a they were show different. together. No, I, I've been oh. at a fish and a dead show together. Yep, they toured together. I, I've been in that parking lot. And then it's like, because that was like How the mix of- How are you alive? Yeah, uh, you could ask that question. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I did in what? my childhood. in the world? There's a lot of things growing up that you might look at and be like, how did you make it out? But yeah, oh, I mean, bless. I think a, a, a lot of kids are, are, are can relate to this. I mean, it's really funny because like Fish was like the younger, my brother's generation, like my generation. And then you'd be mixed with the older Grateful Dead guys. So like I would be 17, 18, 19, mixed with the 55, 60 year old dude who've been traveling and, you know, they tell you war stories and they tell you all sorts of different <laughs> things that they've been through and, you know, trips they've been on, good trips and bad trips and the best substance they've taken here and the best person <laughs> has that and, you know, telling you the concoctions to mix things together and how to do it and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like it was, it was all, it was all for fun. So, yeah, it was quite entertaining. It was quite, it was quite fun. <laughs> I named my cat after an experience. My first cat, I named my cat after an experience at a Grateful Dead and Fish show. What was the cat's name? Felix the Cat. I mean, that's not original. <laughs> that's after what? you saw, I figured it had some crazy name. Felix the Cat? Yeah, because it was the picture that was on a piece of paper that I was... <laughs> that's what caused it <laughs> that's why <laughs> and it was a really fun time and i was like that was really fun and then so felix the cat you know if you're an old school og person like me you know what i'm referencing in terms of felix the cat so gotcha yeah he was a goalie for the maple leafs remember he almost got to the stanley cup felix pot fan yeah felix the cat yeah felix the cat he was yeah. good uh okay so Let's just quickly talk about this because this is funny. Sonic, it's, it's, Sonic it's, just came in the chat and said, Perrot. Jesus. <laughs> oh boy. Sonic, dude, Look out. That's, that's bad. Hooters has signed 51 offensive linemen. Oh, 51. Finally got the, got the meat eaters, the big uglies up front. What tell the people? What did he sign them for? 51. So that that's not the right tweet. So we pull we, we gotta pull that down. That's Tom Brady. <laughs> that's oh, this. This that. is Hooters. Fifty-one big boys. Like fifty. This ad is gonna be interesting. Like you can already kind of see what they're gonna do with it, right? It's like Hooters are gonna lean into the big guys. Fifty-one offensive linemen to the name, image, and likeness deals. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with it. It's just funny. It's just you know. Hooters is not known is known for big things, but not big people. So it's going to be interesting to see how this goes down. <laughs> big things and not big people. What are you talking about, sir? Really? What am I talking about? You've been to Hooters <laughs> multiple times. <laughs> There's a lot of big things in Hooters. <laughs> talking about them like things <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, things on the wall. <laughs> They kind of, yeah, bolt-ons, that's a name for it. People have called them bolt-ons before, but sure. 
Did you just say Boltons? Cardano's worried about me saying <laughs> and shit and all the other stuff. And you just said Boltons. 10.35 for the long fare. <laughs> We're never getting out of the late night. <laughs> I can't. I can't. We might need to take a break. I might have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh, oh, I love this show. Oh, my God. Oh, but that, yes, that's what is happening. So. In case you don't know, or if you're young and never been to a Hooters, which by the way, in the South, Hooters Hooters are considered to be like strip clubs in the South. It was a huge controversy. I've had friends of mine who've had girlfriends break up with them because they've gone there. I used to do a trivia night what? in Huntsville. No way. Huntsville and Des Moines. I used to do trivia nights. Every Tuesday night, I would host a trivia night. And friends of mine would come and their girlfriends would get really mad. <laughs> And they get in big trouble. Can't go there. It's like, why not? Oh, because it's what the hell they advertise. So what? <laughs> it's not a big deal. And this is like, you know, 2005. So this is a long time ago. Really? Things have changed dramatically since then. But they started you know. down there. Oh, yeah. In Clearwater, Florida. Yeah. Right. I went oh, to yeah. the original one. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. No. <laughs> Expected. It wasn't. Expected. By the time I got there, it wasn't. Run down. But- yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> it was a big deal. Really? Yeah. It was, it was a very controversial, you know, guys in their mid twenties. Why are you going there? You shouldn't go there. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why not? And then in Des Moines, it got a little bit less. It wasn't as controversial, but in know, in Huntsville, it was a controversial thing. Every Tuesday night, people were like, you go to Hooters every week. Yeah. It's awesome. That's One of the best jobs of trivia. Yeah. I had trivia night. I hosted it. Guy paid me uh buck fifty a night cash to host the night. Geez, that's what like you were making in a week. You had to was, go do that. It was gig. unbelievable. Cash under the table, 150 oh. bucks. It was beautiful. Absolutely great. You little snip and gone up two hours worth of work. Good I came job. up with I came up with all the rules. I ran the whole thing. They were running. I would have the average bill at that Hooters was like $68 on Tuesday night. When I was there, the average bill was 300. Oh, they loved you. They, they just way st- easy. Give it. They just 50. I was too young to realize the math on that, but they would have a full entire bar, a full entire restaurant. And they all stood there and didn't move for two hours. So they just kept on ordering and ordering and ordering and ordering. Yep. Of it was course. all more and more beer, more and more wings. Like oh they just, my goodness. And, and the prizes were like t-shirts and hats. Like it wasn't anything significant. Don't just, downplay the hats. I'm not, but I'm just saying like, it wasn't like we were giving away a lot of money. People were going to hang out for it. They just wanted, they wanted me to talk about them the next morning on the air that, Hey, right. Timmy and Johnny won trivia night at Hooters last night. Next week, come on down and be a part of it. You can be like Timmy and Johnny. Phenomenal. That's all they cared about. Yeah, That's Des Moines fantastic. wasn't as big. Des Moines wasn't as big because the because I, I it was a it was a different type of crowd. But in Huntsville, that was four years of doing that. I hosted their bikini contest three times. I was the host of the Hooters bikini contest. Bach and I actually did it together. We were and then one year Bach and I were the judges of the bikini contest in Huntsville. 
That's like the people trying to decide who's going to play in the college football playoff. <laughs> you and Bach deciding to judge this contest. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. I got a great picture of the me, Dan, and the winner from the first year we did it. I was like, I'm 12. It's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a backwards Red Sox hat. Look, look at him, 10 years old. Like, kid in the candy store going like, this is the greatest job ever. <laughs> 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 we were so happy. It's like you, you like smiles ear to ear, like look walking around going, I'm getting paid to do this shit. I'm getting right? people are paying me right. to be cash. here right now. Paying me cash. Wait, well, did we get paid cash in that? I think we got paid cash for the judge. Yeah. I can't remember what we got paid. But yeah, it was all probably gave us wings and hats. Oh, I had a tab. I had a free whenever I wanted to go in there. Yeah. Oh I had a I had a I, I didn't eat there all that often because I don't really like Hooters wings. But I'm yeah, big... I'm not a big fan either, but <clears throat> it's funny because Jessica is my mm. wife. And when she was pregnant with Kylie, our first, you know, and you remember like when you're pregnant and trying to just appease the situation as yeah. best you can. <laughs> yeah, put the fire out. And they get them cravings and she's mm -hmm. like, let's go to Hooters. Let's go to Hooters. I should have had a tab. I don't know how much money we spent on Hooters, but I was wow. like, listen, I'll go, but I ain't eating. She's like, what do you mean you're not eating? I'm pregnant. I got to eat. You got to eat. I gained a few pounds during that first pregnancy with her. We went to Hooters at least once a week. We did wow. the trivia night as well. Local Vegas Hooters? This was in Arizona. It was in Arizona. Okay. It was in, in Phoenix. And it was on the other side of town. It was a, like a, a whole night trip, pain in the ass. But... Do you remember, did they have the QB1 where you could call the plays during the Thursday night football game? Well, I was there Tuesdays, but okay. I think so they did. Yes, I think that they had the kiosk they, thing. Well, they gave you the, the handheld yes. devices. It was, and they ran and trivia off that sometimes as well. Correct. Yeah. That's what, that's what we did in Phoenix. And yep. then this goes back to even my Pittsburgh days before I went to Curacao. We did trivia night. At another place, it wasn't a Hooters, but then we did um, QB1, mm -hmm. where we could call the place. So they line up, and you say run or pass, left, middle, or right, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, tight end, and you could pick the specificity of the play mm. and get more points. So you could just say run, and if they ran, you got like 10 points. If you said run left, and they did, you got 20, oh, you yeah, know, et cetera, et cetera. But that was that was the uh, entertainment introduction. Yes, no, but it was like in-game betting. I look back at this now, <laughs> like why I've gravitated toward it so much when I was in the uh, book because I was doing it before it was even a thing. It was it, it was really interesting. But going back to your nil deal, I'm happy for the linemen. Mm, I would like to eat. It makes a lot of sense to do this. Does this mean like? The people in the chat are like, the books are coming. They're going to have a, you know, the books. You just got a text about Troy, Michigan. They're setting up a book in a bar lounge, whatever it is. Are these kids going to get NIL deals with the books then next? What, what, what comes next? I mean, I think they got to be very careful. I think each, but look, Colorado is sponsored by a book. Points Bet is the official book of the University of Colorado. So, it only makes sense that, I mean, at some point there'll be some type of endorsement deal. There's got to be. I mean, it's, I know they'll try 
to put up some barricade or, you know, some barrier that you can't do that. You can't have a sports book be sponsored by, you know, sponsor an athlete, but at some point that'll go away. I mean, at some point right. they'll, pull, they'll pull it down and they'll allow right. it. So yeah, eventually. Yes, absolutely. This is going to be until we have, Oh, that's the hat. What do you think? Now, that's the best hat you've worn so far. What do you think? That's my little league hat right there. Right. There. there are many pictures of me with that hat on the exact hat on. That's it right there. 1980s throwback Cal Ripken. So yeah. got the show. In that, in that jersey, Cal the Cal, yeah, it's Cal Ripken. Is that Cal polyester? Rip- is that sure polyester? Nothing is polyester anymore, sir. They make oh. it this nice material. This uh, I'll have to check what this okay. blend is. It's probably because when I wore it, it was polyester, and you couldn't get it over your head. It was so stiff, <laughs> and it was so hot. It was so <laughs> effing hot to how wear. About, how it about when sucked. it rained? First, like you were in pregame or whatever, and it rained and you got wet. Then it that steam came up oh. off the ground, and that thing was stuck to you literally for what felt like 24 hours. You go home, you couldn't move. It was stiff as a board. I remember warming up and telling my brother, man, this shirt sucks. Try to rip the sleeve. I can't Awful. warm up. I can't throw. Yeah, you know, it, it, it right. Exactly. It, would, it would obstruct the range of motion. It would, yes. You'd be throwing. It was, it was like having a Horrible. cast. Yeah. It was like locked in there. Absolutely. That, that, that's all I, when I see that shirt, even though it's not, it just, I get weird flashbacks. I'm like, oh, I remember that thing. That oh. thing was horrible. It was like wearing a body armor. It was like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't move. It was just so <laughs> stiff all the time. It was so cheaply made. Oh, but the hat is the hat's the thing. Do you yeah. still have the hat? I have a hat in oh, Andover. I do have it. You find that thing and it's purged, purge and everything over there. If you could, find well, it. I'll find. No, it's not here. It's in Boston. But I'll, I'll oh, definitely, man. I'll find the picture, pictures of me with that hat on that we can put on the screen. That are that are wild from from back in the day. I've got the baseball over there. 88, 1988, 1989. Hold on. I'll get it. Hold on. Oh boy. I hate to tell anybody. Does anybody want to see this picture? Let's see what we got. I don't, I don't know if you can see this, but this this was this was given to me. Uh, oh pull. I don't know if you can pull that thing down, Farah. What do we got? Can you, can you read Orioles? Did you change your microphone? What are you doing? No, it's I'm far away from it. Oh, okay. Do, do, right. do, do, what does it say? Do you see? Can you know if you can see it? It says Orioles. Orioles. No. Did you write that yourself? No, the coach did, but 1988, 1989. Handwriting stinks. Yeah. <laughs> the it was the Orioles. It was it was for the All-Star. It was it was making the All-Star team when we didn't go to the college world. Did not go to the Little League World Series. The other Andover team went to the Little League World Series. Toby Gazowski was our was their pitcher. He was 12 years old, five, I think it was like five, nine, like a buck 50 at 12. Yeah. He's a big boy. You throw yes. when, I 11, when I was 11 years old, first time I ever went up against him, I was 11 years old. He hit me first at bat. I'm 11. I'm petrified. I'm scared. It's big kids on the mound walloped on the side. It's my introduction to baseball. Okay. Get that out of the way. <laughs> let's, let's go to work. You think he did it on purpose? No, I just think he was, I mean, he was, he was, naturally control issues he was naturally intimidating because he threw the hardest of anybody we could ever see like he was legendary because of how tall he was how big he was how hard he threw Mm -hmm. and so he he would you know he got loose sometimes and he just you know threw so hard the ball would just you know and so i got clipped in my first when i was 11 i did not make the majors as a 10 year old made it as an 11 year old okay and then was really good as 11 really good at 12 but not as a 10-year-old, I played in what, what we called the minors. We had majors and minors. 
Right. And we it, had and minor it, league and little and, league. It was and, it was and, called, and, but and and there was, yep. nine and ten, eleven and twelve. My brother made the team when he was ten, and it was always a big controversy between the two of us. Like he made the team because I was a starter. So he made the team when I was 12. He was 10. He made the team, didn't play, but he made the team because he was my brother. Whole big controversy in the family as to whether or not he should have been on the team. <laughs> oh, God. It was all, it was that. We had a guy in the league. His name was Mike Kushner. Mike could throw. He scared everybody. There's, there's, there's big guys that mature. You know, they're shaving mm. at 12. There's always yeah. one or two. They've got like facial hair. Oh, yeah. That nasty mustache. Like, who is this kid? <laughs> he ain't 12. We were talking about that with the Little yeah. League World Series. Just kids show up. I got to check the birth certificate, the original. I don't that, need no copies. I mean, that kid's 5'9", 160. He's throwing 12. 70 miles an hour. 70 miles an hour. 7-0. <laughs> From a 65-foot or 40-foot. 45 feet, p roll. Whatever it is. Yeah. like <laughs> You can't even hear it go by, let zipping. alone see it. Yeah, that's a zip. Zip right in the glove. Uh, speaking of zips, how about UFC 278? Head kick heard round the world, man. Usman did not see that zip kick coming. That was zip right up to the ear and good night. Wow. For, for what was one of, if you bet, you you could have gotten on a $100 bet. I saw this on TikTok last night. $100 bet live going into the fifth round would have brought you back $1,400. You I was going to say high as 20 to 1. Yeah. He was getting dominated. I mean... We watched the fight. It wasn't exciting at all. I didn't think it was. There was a couple but moments. I told you it wasn't going to be exciting. You guys it went, did. It you, went exactly how yeah. I thought it was going to go until yeah. the end, which I was right. a minute away from catching my parlay like the rest of the world was by yeah. taking Usman. And, I mean, first round, he was lucky to get out. He did. And then Usman went to work, and he won the next three rounds in a dominating fashion. And he'd won the entire fifth round, and they fell asleep. And that's the beauty of mixed martial arts, that it's a split second. If you don't keep everything and protect yourself at all times, you get head kicked and knocked a bleep out. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of those moments that you're just like, wow, like it is that quick. We were with a, a great group watching it down at the Sahara at Chickie and Pete's and hanging out. And I mean... Newbie still horse from it. Carl still can't believe it. Dave and Jake made the night. Those two were just, I mean, priceless, just sitting there, just talking. Everybody was like, what? We should have taken a picture of those two because I don't think people would, be have back. would have believed us. They'll be back. Robert said they'll be back. Robert, okay. Robert how Newby. Old, how old were they? Um, Mid to late 30s, I believe. Oh, okay. I thought they were in the 20s. Okay. Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. I thought they were like 28, 29. <laughs> no way. I was going to say they look. Oh, no. 30. Actually, wait. They are early 30s. 32, 33. Yeah, because I, I would have put the number at 40 and said over under 40. <laughs> and I would have gone like, way over. People are coming back. Like That's good. But it's fine. I'm, I, I, I wonder what I look like. I'm just saying. I'm sure they know this. Right. Just a picture of them would, would have been classic. We should take a picture with them because. It, Next time. Oh, they yeah. were fun. I enjoyed so, it. What is the line? Did you see the line for the for the yeah, next fight? Huge. Minus 350 for Usman. Who in the hell is gonna bet against Usman in the next fight? Yeah, he it was literally the it's the equivalent of two outs in the bottom of the ninth, down by three runs, 
and someone hits a grand slam. Two strikes. Yeah. Or oh two. <laughs> it's two outs. Base loaded. Right. Yeah. It's it, it's a four it's a four one game. You're down to your last strike, and someone hits a damn walk off grand slam, and you're like, how the hell did this happen? Like you're not losing this fight unless lightning strikes, and it literally struck Usman down. And, and look, I, I don't mean to give, like, I think by saying that it's somewhat disrespectful to Leon Edwards, right? Because yes. We're saying that Leon Edwards will have no shot at winning the third fight. But I think Leon Edwards has no shot of winning the first, the, the third fight. I, I mean, this is, Usman is going to beat him on points the next time they fight. And he's going to, it's going to be the most, I think the boring, most boringest title fight you will ever watch. Wow. From a head kick heard around the world in the most impactful moment. People are saying it's the most impactful head kick in the history of the sport. That that knockout is of more than Rousey getting beat. Hundred percent. Fat. I mean, Rousey getting getting beat was pretty big. I mean, but yes. But given the stakes, giving the it's a female kick. It's Holly Holm versus you know that kick was stunning. It was crazy, but. It's not the welterweight championship of the world. It's not she was men's a ginormous favorite, huge favorite, monster favorite. That was stunning. But people are saying it's not even, I mean, that was what everyone pushed back when Joe Rogan said it in real time, calling it the, the greatest head kick knockout in the history of the sport. And people are like, wait, and you know, there's something to be said for Holly Holm and what she did to Ronda Rousey. But man, the, I, I don't think Usman will lose the trilogy fight if, and when they do it. And I think he'll win his belt back. And, you know, one minute from winning pretty much how we thought he would win. Right. And, and he just fell asleep. So, so this is the thing, like in the book, you make the price and you know what it closed. Mm-hmm. And now you have to kind of get ahead of what people will bet. What do you think? take your mind out of being a UFC guy and mm-hmm. paying attention to it. What is the regular UFC fan going to bet in, in that fight with their first bet? Like if you got pick a side, who are they picking? Edwards by KO. He's going to do that again. Mm-hmm. That's what I think it's, I think it's Edwards, but I think it's by decision because either or yeah. Other than that kick, it didn't feel like that fight had a chance of ending before yeah, the end. He's plus 200, plus 250. The public's going to take the dog that just won in some form or fashion, either money line or I saw Murray knockout. put it out. I think Westgate put it up minus 350. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what offshore is right now. Yep. So, yeah. So, what's the comeback? Plus 280 usually if it's minus 350. So, public's, public's going to come back and take the dog. They're going to take what they just what they just saw. They're going to come back and take the plus money. And I think bad guys will be waiting to come in and dump on that favorite. On Usman. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. And Usman, by decision, they'll bet the over. The total will be very interesting because the total was four and a half minus 190 for Saturday night. So what will the total be in the rematch? <laughs> like four and a half minus 300? Like, how are they going to get people to bet the under? Like, everyone's going to be on the over. You're going to have to give a plus, like a big plus. Big plus to get the under. Get under money coming in. People just take it on principle to even it up. Is the fight in England? Could be. Very possible. And I think Usman is comfortable fighting pretty much anywhere. So, yeah, I think he, 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 he wants to get paid. 
I still think he was going to retire. I thought if he won that fight, he was going to walk. Oh, speaking of retiring, that Rockford. Yeah, that Luke, Luke Rockford. I mean, what the Rockhold? Sorry, Rockhold. What, Rockhold, yeah. what was that? What, the uh, I mean, Paulo Costa getting blood pouring out of someone's mouth and in, in, in nose into your face and having it be rubbed in your face. Never seen it's anything like that. In my one life. of the more disgusting things I've ever seen in an octagon. I mean, that ever. Was, that was next level, man. That was horror movie type stuff. That was so, it was, I just, I couldn't turn away, but I, we were just sitting there like, what are we watching right now? This is incredible. And then, yeah. you know, you called it, he's retiring, he's retiring. And, you know, he took his gloves off and you could see the emotion pouring out. He's bleeding from every possible part of his face he could be bleeding yeah. from. Like it was yeah. just, it was disgusting. Nuts. He was rubbing his face in the other guy's face paul costa had to sit there and drink his blood he's like i took ah. a long costa's like i took a long shower after i was like my god thank god these guys are all oh. tested for stuff before they fight because yikes that is ugh, not good about you but like then you got to fight after that and all that blood on the on the canvas, canvas. And all that stuff like i would not be comfortable with that at all no they spray it down they they i know but they don't wipe come it in off. the like you can see it all yeah there. But they come in, they they lay, they put this layer down that basically like kills anything that's living in the blood that kills everything down before it happens. So they they sanitize the ring. It just it stains the carpet. It, it stains the canvas. So it's there. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't no, it's gross. I mean, there's no debate in that. It's 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 nasty. Uh, the other combat sport event that happened over the weekend is that Alexander Usyk keeps his belt, beats Anthony Joshua, goes to the cards. Anthony Joshua loses his flipping mind afterwards. He knows his career is over and he starts throwing belts. He starts cursing, yelling, screaming, having just a mental breakdown in the ring was really hard to watch. Usyk winning was what I thought was going to happen. Fight goes over 10 and a half rounds. Like I thought it was going to go. And then this after is why the fight, you have to join the betprep.com slash chat discord channel, because talked about it on the show and you were telling me under and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. And then I flipped went on and flipped it on Saturday. Over. Flipped it the over after I talked to my boxing people. And, you know, I always say before I place bets, I talked to my people who are coaches and, and I, I ran through what they thought was going to happen in the scenario. And everybody said, Usyk, Usyk, Usyk. I was like, okay, bet Usyk. And then take Usyk in the over. Cause it was going to go Usyk by decision. I had a bunch of bets on that. I had Usyk by decision. I had Usyk by knockout. I had Usyk by, um, by, uh, Usyk money line parlayed with the over. Um, so it was a good fight for me, but it was weird to watch Joshua's reaction and how he just, I don't know what he, where he goes next. I don't know what happens next, but Tyson Fury real quick jumped on his Instagram and said, I'll fight again, but it's going to be bloody expensive. Quote unquote, right? <laughs> I will fight, but you better be bringing the money. If you want me, he, he, he was saying to people of England, if you need me to save the belt again for the queen, <laughs> you need to pay me like the last time when somebody had the belts and you need me to, to swoop in and take the belts, I'll do it again. But now you got to pay me. I love the big bum dosser or whatever his word is. I love Tyson Fury. I hope I'll he be does. very curious to see if I hope he does. It, I don't know if he will. I know this. I watched that entire fight. Me and the boys were down at Circa and watched the entire fight, the entrance, um, and just felt like Usyk was going to win. Watched the fight. 
I don't know what that judge saw that had to fight. Right? Decided. What are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, split decision. Like, seriously, I, I, if you, you bet at by, most, you could oh. go six six. So FanDuel in the the Euro books put up you could bet by split decision or by unanimous decision, which is a really shady in my mind because it's like what the hell. I mean, like these people want you to bet on everything. Yeah. Like, so they that split is it up. Super micro mark. Yep, and I, it really is. And, and they entice you by saying, hey, the unanimous decision is, I think it was like plus two something. And then like split decision was like plus three. I don't know. But like they want to break that market up by decision. And they did because it went split decision. So it was like, man, if you bet unanimous decision, because most often fights are unanimous that go to the cards. It's rare in particular in a fight like this. It, I mean, look, boxing is crooked. It always has been crooked, but that reeked to me. I was like, who paid that judge? Because that's ridiculous. What fight did that guy watch? Anthony Joshua did not win that fight in any form. It was just a matter of what to do. I, I had him winning. I had him losing by, by four rounds. I mean, he, it was dominate. He got dominated by. We were, we were doing it as we went. And I, I, there were three times where I looked over at CH. I said, who won that round? Like kind of what we did. That yeah. night with the UFC, like, yep. and we were both like, I don't know, could be him. It could be him. All right, we'll keep that one, like, mixed. Right. And as we went through, but then from round seven through 12, Usyk won every round except one, maybe. I mean, like, yep. it was, he won the back end of the fight. He was hitting him way more. He was connecting way more, and he wasn't getting hit. He was, And then you saw Joshua get tired. Yes. Then Joshua got tired. And when he got tired around the 10th round, he, he went for the knockout. He tried to get Usyk out. And when it didn't happen for about halfway into the 10th round, all the way to the 11th and the 12th, he was just trying to stand up and get to the bell. He got real tired. And so to me, it was like <laughs> round nine went to Joshua, 10, 11, That's 12, it. all went to Usyk. That's it. Round and, nine was Joshua's. That was the yeah. one round I thought of yep. from seven to 12 that he won. Yep. He went he off. He tried, seven, he eight, tried to clean. He almost 10, did. 11, 12. He, Usyk was hanging on. He was trying to get to the bell. He got tired. And then Usyk got his second he got wind. Hit. He got yep. a hit too. And like Joshua yep. hurt him a little bit in nine. Yep. He hit him with a jab in nine. And then he hit him with an overhand right and it stunned him. And it was like he, he got on his bike and he just ran away. And then Joshua charged and he kind of played rope-a-dope with him and he tired him out. And then yeah. he came out in that 10th round and that was it. Usyk went to work and then Joshua had nothing left in 11 and 12. We were talking about that fight on Friday and uh, our boy Jay Dalbetz mm -hmm. actually clipped it and put it on his Twitter because we were talking about what it could be, what it might mm -hmm. be, and this and that. And there was a good bet on Usyk by decision. It was plus money. Yeah. And he actually came in the chat and called it and said, mm -hmm. that's what's going to happen. So shout out to Jay Dalbets. The chat's going crazy here. Boxing's corrupt, this and that, the judge. It just is a bad look, isn't it? Yes. When you put a hundred people could watch that fight and 99 or a hundred are going to say that Usyk won. And a judge who's determining the result of not the fight itself, but all of the wagers and all right. this stuff. Predetermined. Saw a what? Yeah. Seven, five, or what is that? Eight, four? Like, it can't be. Mm -mm. No, it's just, no, it was eight, four, Usyk. That's how I scored it. And I mean, you could make a nine, you, you could have sold me nine, three. If you told me, if you wanted to go ahead and say that, you know, there were three rounds. I thought that Joshua clearly won, but the rest of them, I could easily give all of them to Usyk. And 
just right. better boxing, better movement, avoiding punches. You know, it was just, if you look, watch a boxing fight, you'd say, who won that fight? You would say Usyk every single time. So I have no idea what that guy was watching. It was frustrating to hear that because I was like, man, you bet unanimous decision. That's a horrible beat because that should have been unanimous. just said that judge had Joshua 5-1 after six rounds. Yeah. It's ridiculous. 5-1? So basically any any coin flip round went to Joshua. Joshua. And so like nothing to Usyk. It was... Josh was dominant. Josh was, I mean, he just, they went in with them. I mean, it's the fear when you go over there, when you go to Saudi Arabia, that's the fear. The UFC had to make sure people were cool with it too. You had one judge from the, from the region. You had an English judge and a Ukraine judge. So, you know, just doesn't Gotta be better. It has yeah. to be better, Gotta but be they better. can't. I mean, that's boxing much like college football likes that. We argue about the polls. Boxing likes the arguments over the judges. It keeps them relevant. Otherwise, they'd fix it. They would do different things. They like the controversy that comes with with judges. It stinks, but That's they enjoy fine. It. They enjoy it. But when you tie it with the gambling, it's a problem. Forefront, it's gonna it? it's gonna be a problem. It hasn't been though. I mean, it's been a problem in mean, boxing, and I mean, you could but it wasn't. And, it was all in the back alleys in the dark shadows and all this other stuff and bookies right. and, and, and stuff right. like it was only legal in the Vegas and in the desert and what goes right. on in the desert doesn't matter. I mean, you're putting it all over the place now. Correct. Be careful. Yeah. And it's true. It's a hundred percent true. I mean, you know, boxing and horse racing started this and boxing and horse racing still goes on. <laughs> it's just, it's not more prevalent. It's more. And if Massachusetts gets to be 18 for horse betting, Oh boy. We're going to have a real interesting watch if they get 18-year-olds betting on horses in Massachusetts. which But not betting on sports. Really bad idea. Massachusetts is a really bad idea. One quick basketball mark uh, or story. If Kevin, if, if Kevin Durant winds up with the Memphis Grizzlies, you cool with that? Oh, who they got to give up? This is the rumor that Memphis is now getting involved. Shams reported it this morning that Memphis is kicking the tires. And whose payroll Shams on? They um, feed him these stories. What is he doing? So you, you you don't think this is real? I don't know what's real or not. I I mean, I love what Memphis is doing. I love Jaw and that team. I'm, I think that the way they're playing and what they're building is excellent. Um, I would be curious about what they had to give up. To get him, it had to be. I mean, I mean, it has to be a lot. Yeah, I mean, right? everybody except Ja. I don't know Bain and and uh, oh, Bain's a given. You're losing him for sure. Yeah, and then uh, that big rebounder. I mean, you probably need to do Stephen Adams, Bain, Dylan Brooks. Mm, that so, might get it. That might get it done. Picks? Those three, the and picks, uh, yeah. Desmond Bain, Stephen Adams, and Dylan Brooks. Those three plus picks probably gets it done. Jaron Jackson Jr. Maybe as well. I mean, you got to give up everybody except Josh to go get Kevin Durant. I would. I don't think I would do it if I'm if I'm Memphis. I'm here for him going to the Western Conference. Oh, okay. I love that. I think that'll just you know LeBron signed that ridiculous extension. He's gonna play until he's fifty. I thought, I, I thought he'd retire extension. before Brady. 
Yeah. Well, he's going to play with his kid, though. That, that's the whole thing. The, I know. That, that, contract, years, yeah, but, that I mean, contract lines up with Brawny coming out when he's, when he's eligible to be drafted. So, yeah. So, that how makes sense. going to fix that so he goes to the Lakers? Yes. That's probably or what's going to two years, and then LeBron's going to go where he gets drafted. I mean, no. Yeah. LeBron can leave and go where he wants and take like a right. league minimum contract right. to go play with his son. To go play with his son in Atlanta or uh, wherever. Minnesota. Right. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> Fantastic. If it was Cleveland. Although, I home. mean, Bronny might be a top three pick, though. It's going to have to be a bad team. So, tank for Bronny Jr. But I think the T Wolves might be decent. I mean, T Wolves got some pieces. So, oh, know. yeah. No, I don't know who it'll be, but right. Um, him going to Memphis would be fun because they would play the Western Conference and the, the Warriors games would be beyond electric. Awesome. Yeah, all that stuff, and I would clear the way for our Eastern teams to just stop talking about it, let the Nets go away, and just blah. That'd be great. Kyrie Irving's still there, though. But yeah, I hear you on that. All right, so talk to, to only a couple of baseball games to get into here. But yep. what is wrong with the Yankees? They're minus one fifty four today at home against, or, or sorry, the big dogs today against the Mets, who are minus one fifty four today yep. against the Yankees. It's Scherzer. But the Yankees have lost, you know, they're on this streak where they go three to four losses, win, three to four losses, win, three to four mm-hmm. losses, win. I mean, yeah. they, won, they won yesterday. I, I mean, is this more than just a team that's coasting and knows they're in the playoffs? Because it feels like it's more than that. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's funny. I asked that question on Twitter on Sunday. I said, uh, what's wrong with the Yankees asking for a friend? And there was a bunch of responses you can see of it. Sports BK and Sig on the Twitter. It's a lot of people think it's um, it's always the manager <laughs> in these situations. Really? It's like, oh, Did, Yankee it, fans are ready to get rid of Boone. It's Boone's fault. Why is it's it Boone's, Boone's fault? fault? It's Why? Boone's fault. Well, because he's not making the right moves with the pitching staff. He's letting guys. I mean, like, how do you write Nixon a lineup every day? I don't know. I mean, a guy can't hit. He's in the lineup every day. I don't right. know. Um, a lot of the guys that were hitting, you know, uh, Ben Attendi, he's not hitting. He went there and he wasn't I hitting mean, before. They traded for him and he wasn't hitting. So, what? I mean, why is it? The, people were stunned. The Royals gave up, gave up on him for a reason. Like, <laughs> he wasn't hitting for Kansas City. All of a sudden, he was going to come in and, what, pepper that right field fence, and that's why you got him? I mean, I don't know. It's the whole lineup is there's a lot of holes right now. I mean, to say you need Stanton back is is yeah. not crazy, but they need Stanton back. They need to hit more home runs. They're not hitting home runs at all. They're not scoring runs at all. No, nope. it's not like the pitching staff is completely blown up. But the back end, when a bullpen is a mess, Clay Holmes is the closer. They're trying to figure out who the closer role is. They're up all these games, and they have more question marks than answers right now. Yeah. As we're closer to the end of the season, a lot of people, you know, uh, people who I consider in the know, in the business, and, and and on social media and stuff, asked a good question: Can they lose this division? I don't know. That would be quite the collapse. They just lost three or four to the Blue Jays at home. They're eight games up on Toronto and Tampa. It's August twenty second. I, mean, I think they're going to run. Uh, personally, they'll run out of track. If this was May, like late May, 
There's a but lot think, of division games left. I know, well. but I think they run out of track. I, I, I just, I don't, I don't think they'll have enough time to catch them. I mean, we, we've got what? Seven weeks left. Right. Uh, yeah. One, two. Yeah. Seven. You know, blow an eight game lead in seven weeks. I don't know. That would be that. That's that's one three dent. game sweep. It's five. I mean, it takes the you know one three game sweep changes everything. And it took three or four. It made up two games head to head. I don't know that you know the Mets got to play the Yank or the Yankees got to play the Mets this week. Change these two games. games. That's no yeah. bargain. I mean Toronto. Who do they play tomorrow? I didn't look. Let's see. Toronto gets Boston. Three games. Yeah, Red, Red Sox are just dead. They are dead. Did you watch the Williamsport broadcast at all last night? I did not. My mom, I was getting texts from the family. Everybody was getting anxious for the kids. It was like hard for the, cause the kids were messing up and kids were, it was, they were struggling. And the yeah, kids called a game. Big Consig said she had to turn off the sound. Okay. It was, it was bad, right? That's my, it was, my, it was my family was texting me saying, are you watching this? This is not, we, this is un- unwatchable. And I was like, I don't know. I'm watching football. <laughs> I'm not, I go, I'm done. I'm done with the, with the Red Sox. I'm watching football. <laughs> like you're watching football. I'm like, yeah, I'm watching the Cardinals and the Ravens game. I'm not watching baseball. So we had a lot going on at the house yesterday. So I wasn't watching baseball, but, uh, so I, but I did get that, you know, and then everybody left the house and ran some errands, did their own thing. I was hanging with the boys, you know, looking for Orioles hats. So I, I didn't see the broadcast, but I heard the same it thing not, you heard. Yeah. They're trying. Baseball's trying. Yeah, it was neat. I mean, it's a neat idea, right? It's, it, it's a cool idea. It's a neat idea, but it, I don't know how, how well it went over with the kids in Little League calling yeah. a major league baseball game. Yeah. Phillies are minus 250 against the Reds today. Totals eight and a half on this yes, one. They, they get Syndergaard going at home. Yes. You like Sessa. You want to lay two dollars and fifty cents? Well not Phillies particularly, <laughs> but I ain't betting the Reds. <sighs> What's a run over. line play? Is this what you is this when you just go Phillies run line? <laughs> this whole slate today in baseball sucks. Tough day. It's a bad day. It's a nothing tough day. <laughs> nothing. I mean, uh, nothing, uh, nothing fun. I looked at it this morning and I was like, man, all right. I'm excited about the Orioles and I got the Orioles stuff and I made a bet with the guys um, at the lids that I would wear, you know, because I was down at Circa Saturday. I didn't have no Orioles stuff, so it wasn't personal Polsky, but I know he's in the chat and likes the show. So I found this. But um, they made a hat bet, the boys at lids. Bears versus Steelers, season wins. Who gets more? The other guy has to buy a guy a hat. I looked at the board today. It's Bears a, versus Steelers. I take the Steelers heavy favorites on that. Their season win total is what, eight? The Bears is six and a half, seven in that neighborhood. So I said, listen, it got to be like two hats to one. And the guy was like, right. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. It's got to be. Get two, two, this is just a hat. Whatever hat the guy wants, whatever the price is, that's what the other guy buys. So it was a good bet. It was a good hat bet. But I looked at the board this morning, and I said, what would the hat bet be today? It would only be Yankees match. Like, there's a, there's a lot of games today that I'm like, okay, this is 
you gotta you gotta really muscle up if you're a baseball fan to to dive in today. And then you look, and it's Atlanta and the Jets in a preseason game. <laughs> Monday Night Football regular season is coming. Relax. It's not a great slate. I'll, I'll it's give you not that. a great slate. It's today. not a great slate. It's not the not best. a great slate. Time now for the Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. BVB, that is the promo code. You guys go to omahasteaks.com. You guys can order the All-American assortment today. It's 54% off of that promo code plus 12 Omaha Steak Burgers for free. Or you can go do and build your own perfect menu, which gives you all types of really cool options, burnt ends, and all sorts of other fun stuff. You also will get 12 free Omaha Steak Burgers on that Keyword is BVB in the search bar at omahasteaks.com. Let's talk about our boy, Tom Brady. He's back, oh. baby. He's back. But the oh, reason what? the reason why he missed 11 days, mm-hmm. he's trying to say that he had a prepaid vacation that he had to go on. I feel like something's coming here. I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the listening glasses on. It's a pre it's not something coming except that I don't I'm gonna call BS on this. Say it I'm bullshit. Not, I'm not bu- I'm not buying this. Don Kleiman, who covers the NFL, tweeted out today Brady made plans when he was retired. So it's only logical he wasn't gonna break commitments made to his family when he decided to change his mind and unretire. Retiring again never crossed his mind, according to a source in the story. He will fulfill his commitments to the Bucks. I mean, here's a question. If this was anyone else but Tom Brady. Anyone else but Tom Brady. Are we buying this bullshit? I mean, I'm serious. It was a, if this was Lamar Jackson, if Lamar Jackson did this, if Lamar Jackson decided to say, I prepaid, I thought I was retiring. I prepaid for a vacation. So I have to take the vacation. It's not like I am a bazillionaire and I can pay and change and do whatever the I want. I mean, Brady, this is funny being a Patriot fan and listening to years of people saying that you and the media, you guys carry water for Brady like crazy. And we all were in all Patriot fans are like, come on, that's ridiculous. It's not true. This is happening. People were saying that. <laughs> and now I'm going, this tweet is carrying water for Tom Brady. Finally. I was like, what is this? I was like, you are, you are literally making a huge excuse For Tom Brady walking away in the middle of training camp for 11 days, did it like just pop up on his fucking phone? And he's like, oh shit, I got to go on vacation. Like, come on, man. Like if this was pre-planned, the team would have told the media, hey, by the way, Tom's going to be out in the middle of camp because Tom made commitments before he came back. And so he had to go away. And he's gonna, we're going to allow him to do this because he his, his family is important to him. His kids this is a big vacation that he thought he was going to be retired. Right. But he thought he was going to be retired. And so Brady goes and he has to deal with this. And we're going to give him this excuse. We're going to give him the excused absences. And we're totally fine with Tom Brady going away. The team didn't know. The team didn't know Brady was going away. OK, so don't try to cover this up as they to. And again, know. I don't know. I don't know I why Tom know? Brady missed. I don't know why Tom Brady missed time. Okay. I, I'm not, I'm not involved with his marriage. I'm not involved with his family. I have no idea, but this excuse smells. 
This does not pass the smell test to me. This stinks. This is horse dung that you're throwing around here. Okay. Saying that Tom Brady, it's read this tweet. It's only logical. He wasn't going to break commitments made to his family when he decided to change his mind and unretire. We do realize that the unretirement plan was in the wake of him trying to go to the Dolphins and he couldn't go to the Dolphins, right? We do realize this, right? That that's why he was going to retire. He wanted to be an owner and play for the Dolphins and he wasn't allowed to do that. So that's why Tom Brady retired for 40 days because he didn't want to play anymore if he couldn't play for the Dolphins and then got talked into playing with the Bucks again to come back because it looked bad. This makes absolutely no sense so the searing hot take is me saying this is baloney this is not right i i'm not i'm not buying this again i don't know why brady missed 11 days but to go on vacation to the caribbean because he couldn't break it because he made a commitment to his kids is laughable funny people buy the meat just buy <laughs> the meat after that how do you not buy the meat we need more meat searing hot take of the day um, I just want, uh, you made my day. I was going to say, uh, I mean, I, I got a couple things for notes for best part about today, but favorite thing about today, but you saying finally that people been carrying water for Tom Brady. Fuck it. That is the best thing about today. At least right now that was outstanding. Am I wrong? I've been saying this for decades. People yeah. told me to just shut up and keep taking the bets. I'd be in the books going, huh? Listen, what are you people doing? Ah, oh, you're just a bitter Steeler fan. He beats you all the time. Yes, he Which does. Which is true. What is the excuse? Yeah. Both can be true. I mean, both can be true. He beat the Steelers constantly, but this is friends in the media pushing a narrative out. It's only logical that he wasn't going to break commitments made to his family. It's only logical. What are we talking about? It's only logical. Like, this is ridiculous. Any other committed Baker Mayfield did this. Like there's I, a I, one I mean, difference. You keep saying all these guys' names. If they did this, if they did this, Tom Brady has seven rings. Tom Brady can do whatever the hell he wants. But it doesn't mean that he should be allowed to lie. Okay. Oh. It, no matter who he is, oh. it doesn't mean we should just accept some narrative from Don Yee, his agent pushing out as to where Brady was. And we all just sit there and go, yes, sir. Thank you. Can I have another? Like, this is ridiculous. Oh, oh uh-uh. yeah. this is you're, you're breaking Boston code. You're breaking Patriot fan code here. You're maybe breaking Tom but, Brady water code. Maybe what but it's doing. I, I'm just looking at calling a spade a spade here. Like this is not oh. logical. All right. Like this oh. excuse uh-huh. for where Brady went does not pass the smell test to me by and again, I have no idea why he left and where he went. Okay. But the idea that he had to go on vacation and that, and he couldn't break that commitment, the team would have known like my, if I was reporting on, if I was covering the box, the first possible deniability, Tom, maybe they knew, but now they have to present the story is all orchestrated. Yeah. But why like, what's Sean the Watson got 11 games? He's returning against the Texans. They can control the narrative. However they want. But why wouldn't you just take if it was true and Tom Brady was going to miss this time and it was an important piece? Why wouldn't you alert the media ahead of time? They didn't know when he was coming back. Todd Bowles was asked, when's he coming back? We don't know. Vacations have finite beginning and end. You know where you're going. You know where you're coming back. 
You don't just go on vacation. That's called sabbatical. We need to just, just go off. Okay. So this is not a missing time. Brady went on a sabbatical. They didn't know where he went. They did not know where he was. And they wouldn't tell like, anybody. Oh yeah. It's like Kadeem. an HR person right now. You sound like an HR person. Like, what are we talking about? Brady said, I got something to take care of. He said, Tom, it's preseason. He said, I'll be back. See you later. He came back. He came back. He's there. He's working. He don't need the preseason anyway. He doesn't, does he? but you could you could just simply t- you could have avoided all of this if this was a pre-planned trip and a pre-planned vacation when he was retired and he goes and told the team ahead of time, the team would then tell the media, look at Tom's gonna be away. Would he they? has to go? Yes. Because do you want these questions? Remember, on Friday, Todd Bowles was asked, when is Tom coming back? And he said, I don't know. Yeah, but he's, he's, that's probably what they told him to say. Maybe he did know. How do we know? Nobody we knows shit. We don't. We don't. Fine, we don't. But it's still a bad PR like the move. egg is Just on say, the – oh, it's a, it's a bad We move. don't know. If it's – hey, it's a bad Bruce look Arians. on the Patriots. Or, I mean, it's a bad look on – see, I can't even get him out of my fucking head that he's <laughs> not Bucks, on the fucking right? Patriots the Bucks, anymore. Yes. On the Buck – it's a bad look on the Buccaneers. Of the course. egg is on their face. It's yes. not on Tom Brady's face. Well, I look – I think I think Brady's lying. I, I don't think this is why he missed the time. <gasps> what? I think he's lying. I, I don't. I, I don't buy this. I'm not buying this excuse. I don't know why he missed time. I'm not buying this. This is, this is a vacation. This is a pre-planned vacation. I'm not buying it. So I don't know what was going on, but I'm not buying it. So eventually, maybe one day we'll find out. But I don't. This is a media orchestration. This is a cover-up of what really happened or why Tom really left. This is him playing, using the people in the media that need Tom Brady for quotes. To get a narrative out that's not true. Gracious. This is that's... a conspiracy theory. I get it. This is a conspiracy. I mean, what I'm saying is, is a conspiratorial, you know, theory. But this is what I believe. I, I don't. I, I saw this this morning, and I was like, "This is funny." <laughs> I was like, "This is funny." Like we're actually going to pass this off, and people are going to go, "Yep, sure. Oh, that, that's logical. Yeah, absolutely." Again, it's only logical he wasn't going to break commitments. It's only logical the hell are you talking about don as okay man like people buy the meat just buy the meat i don't know i don't get i'm 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 not buying the excuse sorry <laughs> sorry tom i'll find out we'll all find out one day in a will book we stuff. yeah somebody write a book somebody who will say why brady really missed time but i mean that's just you know how we're going how we're doing what we're doing type of thing it so. doesn't affect any of the odds. I know that he's still the, there's still the odds on favorite. He's still one of the top. Like he's yeah. one of the top odds. You know, lowest odds. One of the favorites to win the passing yards. Yep. Still. He's how old again? Forty five. It's unbelievable. My age is me doing that. That's right. That's right. You're the same age. I'll never yeah. forget that. Okay. No bad. Me, Tiger, and Tom are all the same age. One of those people doesn't belong. Uh, okay. <laughs> Circus Sports schedule of the day being brought to you by the Circa Million Four Football Handicapping Contest. We are live from Circa, thanks to footballcontest.com on Friday for the weekend for Circus Sports Million and Survivor. Million dollar first place prize. Is there going to be an overlay? That's the big question. Six million dollars up for grabs. Contest will not take a rake. All extra fees go right back into the oh, prize pool, but it sounds like there's not going to be extra. $1,000 entry, three max per player. Test your skills this year against the best football handicappers in the world for your chance to win a million dollars. For more info about the contest rules and sign-up information, log on to circusports.com.
Friday.com. Friday, you guys are coming 10 to noon Pacific time. Dave, Matt, me. Second level, Radio Row. Footballcontest.com. Maddie and the crew, they'll be with us. We're going to have special guests. People are already hitting me up saying, I want to come on down. I want to be there. Come in. We'll see who's going to be on. A whole bunch of people coming to town for the Circa Million weekend, and they're coming in to sign up. So it's going to be fun to see what's going to happen with that. So Friday, 10 to noon, we'll hang out before afterwards. And there is a lids at Circa with the ability to make you a BVB hat. 12 steps away. Very close. Yes. Team total, LSU. There are people voting LSU in the top 25. This, but, this this polls, these people must have fun, practical jokes like, hey, I'm going to vote LSU in the top 25. Because their total is six and a half. How could that be in the top 25 of anything? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I can't figure it out. I was going Same through today. Person I was like, voted that, put the judge for Joshua to win that fight on. Or Texas, we are in Texas getting the first place vote. That's even worse. That's just funny. <laughs> You've got LSU is receiving 55 votes in the top 25 in the coaches poll, and they are receiving 143 votes in the AP poll. Oh, sorry. Flip that. Sorry. Coaches poll to 143. And in the AP poll, it's 55. If you pushed it out, LSU would be one, two, three, four, five. They'd be 31st in the country. If you did a top 31 for the AP poll. Can a team with seven wins be number 30 in the country? <laughs> I'm just no. curious. It's really weird. I don't know. I looked at it this morning. I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me. I was like, why makes is no LSU? Sense. Like, why is LSU? Like, what? Like, uh, uh, huh? Like, what are we doing? But, is, is Brian Kelly one of those guys that called people and told them to vote for him? I don't know, man. Or Talk about, by the way, those guys did, did you watch? Vote. Have you watched the Manti Teo doc yet? Not yet, no. Got to watch it. Have to watch it. Two two quick takeaways. The guy who did the catfishing gets off incredibly light, and there's no mention of Brian Kelly anywhere in the entire thing. It's bizarre. Hmm. Not anything. Jack Swarbuck, the athletic director, is the one who sits down and talks exclusively for Notre Dame. No one else from Notre Dame is interviewed in the entire two-episode documentary. Nobody it's very talk, weird. right? It's very weird. Well, I, don't, I mean, Brian Kelly should have talked. I mean, Brian Kelly should have sat there and had a conversation about what the hell happened in the national championship game against Alabama. And what did he know? And when did he know it about what had happened to Manti Teo, who I feel horrific for. And when you come away, every negative, nasty thing you'd ever say about Manti Teo, you Im- immediately feel horrible about it. Watching that documentary. And what happened? Wow. What happened to that kid? Oh, he is. He comes off. It's a PR piece. Okay. It's a spin. It's a spin job. But, and there's definitely questions you can make. And people have been, you know, asking very specific questions as to like, well, you said this. So what about that type of thing? But in terms of like the man or the person that Manti Teo was, the kid was mentally not okay. He was deeply depressed. He was deeply homesick. He had no friends. He was ripe to have somebody who related to him, who he thought was friends with people he was friends with. And it was carried on for years and years and years. And they just, it's horrible. It it, it really is like, I won't give it away, but the opening scene of the doc, you're, you'll be like, wait, what? 
it's going to stun you. And I was going to take a nap this afternoon. I'm going to go you walk. Just watch the first half an hour and you will be absolutely like, oh my, like you'll fall. I don't want to spoil it for you, but you will follow the first five minutes when someone sits down, you're going to go, no. And it like, it's crazy. It's really, really well done. But Brian Kelly, dude, where are you? So here, here's Brian wow. Kelly coaching again for LSU. We'll see where he goes about his family. But I got to go meet the boys for lunch. That's the best. I can never mind. Sorry. Go ahead. Just remember. Go ahead. That's fine. Um, so we go uh, Florida State, the opener. This game being played at, uh, where is this game? In the Superdome. So not on campus. It's in New Orleans. LSU at home against Florida State. Line is three for LSU. I think LSU wins that game. Forest is bad. Yeah. Home game in the dome opener. Yeah. I'm with you. Southern week two at home. Win. Yep. Mississippi state at home. Man, they opened up five of six, five first, uh, Five of the first six games are at home. Of course they are. You're an SEC <laughs> team. And people don't play on the road. It's unbelievable. What's the date of that game? Seven, it's uh, the 17th of September. Jeez, Mississippi State minus one was the opener. Like it. Yeah. I think they lose. Who loses? Mississippi LSU. State? LSU loses. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say the same. Uh, New Mexico comes in after that. They got New Mexico to come to LSU. <laughs> three wins at Auburn the first of October with a three and one record. Can we get to seven? Start the start the SEC schedule already. I can't remember what we gave uh, Auburn the win here. We did. Mm-hmm. Wow, somehow didn't make the game of the week there on the on the Westgate sheet. Interesting. Um, oh no, there it is. Auburn minus six and a half. Yeah. Auburn wins that game. Stuck <laughs> on three. Yeah, home for Tennessee. Fun game. What's the date of that one? October 8th. It's crazy. Still on the sheets. It's a problem that I just skipped by LSU because it's only three letters. Everybody puts their full name on there. You can't write out Louisiana State University. So it's only LSU. It's always been LSU. Like BYU, you know it's BYU. Like it's just weird. Tennessee minus four and a half. Yep. At LSU. I say Tennessee wins. Yep. Stuck on three. At Florida. I don't even need to check the line. I will, but they ain't winning that game. Oh, I do. I think they win that game. Yeah. LSU goes to Florida and wins? Yeah. In particular, particular because what comes the next three weeks, they better win Florida's a seven-point favorite. You're going to call money line LSU? I I like LSU to win that game. Yep. I'm stuck on three. I got four. The next three games are home for Ole Miss, Home for Alabama at Arkansas. Well, Ole Miss is only a one and a half point favorite at LSU. That's crazy for Ole Miss to be a favorite on the road in Baton Rouge. That's insane. Never LSU, happens. LSU wins that game. Four. <sighs> they, beat right, it. Yeah. they beat Ole Miss. I'll give you that too. I'll, I'll go five. Alabama at home. Stop the bullshit. They're yeah, not winning that game. No, that line's got to be. 17. What's the line? What's the date of that one? <laughs> uh, that is the 5th of, of November. 
going to be a night game. Bama's going to be 23. Told you. I said 17. I was too low. Yeah. Alabama (laughs) minus 23. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. They're going to kick their ass. I still got four wins. Beat the living day. I have five at Arkansas. Oh, this is a tough game, too. What's the date of that one? Road 12. game on the 12th. They're probably like a seven-point dogs. Eight and a half. Okay. Yep. Arkansas is winning that game. Four. Yep. Yep. Home for UAB. Be great if UAB could win that game, but they're not. Five. And I, I have six. And then at AM to end the year on the 26th. Hell no. Hell to oh. the no. Right. Five. On six. You could have that over six and a half. Over six and a half minus money? At Circa, yep. Minus 140. I'm not a fan. I'm trying to figure out where they've got the seventh win. So it's Florida State, Southern. I guess they're saying the win for Mississippi State, so they'll open up 4-0. Yeah. And then the rest of the way, they got to win three games. They'll beat a UAB, so that's five. Right. And they beat Auburn or Florida or Or who? Or, or both. both. So that that's pretty much the, you know, that's it. One wow. at Florida, at Auburn, one, two, that's six. And then you beat AB, that's seven. So they, that's how they get to seven. That's how they get it. Yeah. No, yeah. it makes sense. But I think the bottom is, I mean, Ball bottom far. could be four. Bottom could be bottom, bottom. It could be really yeah. bad. It could be four. Yep. I mean, I the mean, peak could be seven. I mean, I think you went through best case scenario. The peak is seven, maybe yeah, they went, eight. They went six and six last year. They lost 42 10 in the bowl game to Kansas State. Nobody played in that game. Nobody played. Everybody opted out for LSU. I mean, that, was, that was the everybody. game. That was the game that the books got annihilated because all the, the opt outs. Yeah. Because everybody, including me, everybody was like Kansas State, Kansas State, Kansas State because LSU had nobody and they just couldn't. I had the over. In that game, I had K State in that game. What was the final number? It was like like crazy final number. Oh, it wasn't uh, high. It was ten. It was Didn't ten. Matter. Yeah. It was it was five, four, then six, then eight, ten. It just it steamed straight up. Didn't matter. 42, 20. Unless you played one of those nobody. ones that were laying the second number, the third number, the fourth number. You're just <laughs> like, what do we make this damn line? It was yep. oh, that's. Reason number 2.1 million why I was glad I wasn't in the risk room. <laughs> just sit there and so, then you yeah. got to watch the game and go, we never had a shot. Yep. You never oh, were. You always were dead. Yeah. All right. Props.com story of the day. We're going back to our Nerfies plays here with Spencer Lindbach. Uh, overall this season, Spencer on his Nerfies are 35 and 25, 10 games over 500. Marlins at the A's, little juicy, minus 132 at FanDuel for the no. <laughs> All right, so it's Pablo Lope. <laughs> Marlins, Lopez. you said Marlins A's. You had me at a low. No, <laughs> tell me why. Go ahead. Lopez is not allowed a, a first inning run in 14 of 24 starts, including eight of 12 on the road. A's have got Aller going off of a solid start against Texas. Miami scores a first inning run just 15% of the time. That's last in baseball. <sighs> And it's even worse on the road. Miami has scored a first inning run in just 12.7% away from home this season. Oh. Oakland scores a first inning run 25.5% of the time. That ranks 22nd in baseball. The A's are worse 
At home, however, 20.6%. That ranks 28th in all of baseball. Oh. We laying the juice here on a nerfy. Yes. I, I don't want to. I what am I gonna yeah. say? No. <laughs> yeah. I don't want I yeah. This is you're making me even be forced to even be interested in this game. I definitely don't want run score. What's the total yeah. in the game? It's gotta be like six and a half, seven. It's gotta be low. Seven right? and a half. Okay, it's a little high. Give me the under. Yeah. Oh, seven. Paid in seven okay. in Vegas. Yeah. That makes sense. Still seven and a half at DraftKings. Still seven and a half at WinBet. Under minus 120. But give me the seven. Uh, I'll take under that. Yeah, I'm with you on that for sure. Uh, the betprep.com prop bet of the day. Nick Pavetta did not get home yesterday, unfortunately. It's a little bit of a cooler week last week than the red hot previous three weeks for the prop bet of the day. Let's see if we can start off on a good note here on a Monday. Yankees pitcher Domingo Herman under four and a half K's is plus money at DraftKings at plus 105. He's gone over this number in just two of six starts oh. and over two of his last five starts against teams with a winning record, averaging just 3.8 K's per. He's averaging 4.7 innings per start in six starts. Mets in the last 30 days have a K rate of under 20%. Only a handful of teams in baseball have a K rate this low against righties like Cleveland, Arizona, the Dodgers, et cetera. Herman under four and a half Ks. How do you feel about this? Yes. Yes. I like this too. Yeah. I don't want, I don't, I'm anti-Yankees, everything I can get now. CH puts it in his tweets and stuff all the time. Hashtag anybody but the Yankees. I mean, this is true. This is, this is any chance you can get plus money. I can't believe this is plus money. Yeah. It wasn't this morning at least, but yeah. Time for Better or Book It being brought to you by Caesar Sportsbook. They will give you a risk-free bet up to twelve fifty now if you want to go ahead and use that. It's available Ooh. using JTP15. A little bit of an adjustment from Caesars, pulling it down oh. from $1,500 to $1,250. Oh, so, <laughs> we might be sending them a lot of customers. So they're trying to, so they're pulling, pulling back the dollar What's figure now. What the hell's going on here? Down to twelve fifty from $1,500. Mets run line. Plus 105 against the Yankees. I am going to jump on the bandwagon of fading the Yankees here. You just won't sure. just do the money line though, right? I'm not laying the juice on it. It's not worth it. It's a half a unit play. I'm only betting one unit today because I have to. I would not bet today. If I wasn't doing just the picks, I would not bet today. <laughs> today would be just a kick my heels up. Screw this card. I hate the slate. I hate everything about it. It's a horrible day. So if you're going to make me bet something, half a unit on plus money on the Mets run line. Okay. Um, I like the Mets today. I mean, mm-hmm. so. And Scherzer was bad last time out, so he should be good. And he's going to be gives good. Up, gives up four runs. It's a 4-1 win for the Mets, and we're good. He's going to be good. Um, I'll bet it. I'm reluctant with that run line on this game. With Road team, though. On the road, I mean, you get the full it's nine. It's fine. A total seven and a half or seven. and. It's going to be a sweat, but uh, maybe not. Maybe Scherzer will pitch him to a 4-1 win and you won't have to worry about it. Yep. Yankees second team total under today. What's the team total? Two and a half? Whatever it is. I'm not doing that again. No, that's what I I bet the first five with Scherzer last time and three and a half and give up four. Not doing that again. Right. Stuck my finger in that light socket. That's right, too. I mean, they they, they keep just beating up bullpens and Right. The Yankees don't have a lead by 
the fifth or sixth inning, they ain't they ain't winning it. Like it's they better have the lead. And that might be one of those in-game plays where you just start to hammer the Mets in-game. I'm gonna be watching it live, so I'll be uh I'll be I'll be doing that. Finally, Jets plus two and a half against the Atlanta Falcons at home. What is tonight. wrong with you? <laughs> Why? Why can I bet this? Well, I figured you were going to come with the total. I can't. I, can't? Just, I, I, I think it's an overplay, but the steam is on the under. So I just, I'd rather not go against the steam on this with a, with the total. I just think it's, there's a real big possibility this game goes over. Everyone's betting under. And I'm just concerned about. I watched Got it everybody all, yesterday with. The I watched Eagles it all total. weekend long with yeah. these last-second touchdown drives in the fourth quarter to drive it over. Yeah. And I just don't want to do it. Again. I just don't want to get caught. Okay. Safer on the side. I went two and one yesterday betting sides. So I'm trying to do it again. To I mean, on. you're hot in the preseason, but I'll book it. Okay. Uh, I, I, just to give me something to look at, but I don't like the game. I don't want. That. Another yeah, baseball. Do the Dodgers on the run line today or something? No. On a Monday, betting baseball on Sundays and Mondays is just no. Urias is pitching today for the Dodgers. Money, okay. baby. Yeah. Just that means I got to stay up late and watch a Dodger game. And nah, rather You're not staying up late watching Game of Thrones or something. Anyway, I was watching baseball. No, I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch House of Dragons, House of the Dragon, and watch and watch the Dodgers pitch. And I would hundred percent rather watch that show than watch a Dodger game. At least that show ends in an hour. I know how much time I'm committing to it. It's 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 a finite number of minutes. The chats light it up, saying the Jets are three and a half now. The Jets are minus three and a half or plus three and a half. Plus. Yeah. Okay. So getting even better. I bet two and a half. That's fine. It's Must four be. and a half at Westgate. So who pulled? So who's not playing? Oh boy! So the Jets must have just announced that they're not the playing. ATL starters. is a dump all in play. It must be. They must have made an the announcement that, that the Jets play. You got bad CLV, and you got you got a, you got something's going on. I don't. Ooh. But see, so often I'd rather be where I am than the other side. So Mike White's playing. Everyone's fading Mike White. That's why. I'm okay with Mike White. He played well last week. Clip that. I mean, Mike White played well last week. He did. That's that's that's, that's the truth. So, right. I mean, you're on the Jets plus two and a half. I, I mean, now if you, you get four and a half. Take four and a half. It's even for better. Sure. Wait. It's going. I mean, up. I'd, rather, I'd much rather have three. For I mean, people I just, watching the show, yeah. If, you, if you're watching it live or you're hearing it before the game kicks off, it, wait because it's it hasn't reached its peak yet. It's going up. Even Something more going on. Five. Five. Circuit just went to five. Westgate, five. <laughs> so who? What the hell's going on? <laughs> five. They must. All I can think of is that they that they made an announcement They're that the Jets aren't playing. Guys, you listen to the show right now. They got us on in a risk room going. The Jets must not anything. be playing anybody. They must not be playing anybody. What the hell's happening right now? Exit. It just painted across the board for. Offshores, everybody. Wow. It's happening right now. How about that? That's well, that's crazy. That's unbelievable. Okay. Well, I mean, you want to be on Atlanta. It's <laughs> look out. The world's in Atlanta tonight. Holy seen this story. I've seen this story before. Man. So we'll see. But it looks like everybody's on ATL tonight on the Atlanta Falcons tonight. Whew. All right. 
see Take how it back on the, on, yeah, on later. Know. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, do we say goodbye to, to, to sports good first Let's or can we do, do this and then go? Do we can say bye? Yeah, bye. All right. We'll say, let's say bye to Sports Grid. If you're live here on Twitter and YouTube, we'll do a favorite thing about today. If you guys are on Sports Grid, we'll talk to you tomorrow after the Pat McAfee show for the Bostonian versus the book. Favorite thing about today is what? Oh, so many things. I mean, first of all, it's the Orioles stuff. It's the second of all, it's this crazy line move that's happening right now as we speak on the show. Third, it could be this lid as the Pittsburgh Pirates nice. beat this Baltimore Orioles championship World Series trophy over here, mm. old school bucko there, and the 76 World Series patch right there. But mm-hmm. my favorite thing about today is lunch is coming. The boys are in town. The boys have been in town. All these people from Wager Talk have been in town. All this other stuff. We did a lot of stuff over the weekend out and about hanging out, seeing people. My favorite thing about today is when people come to town and we can share some time. Like we did, Mm. you know, JD was in town last time we went to dinner, BTB and all the boys and everybody just hanging out in a book with the boys or hanging out at a place, eating, watching sports, you know, drinking, whatever you're doing. My favorite thing about today is that, and I hope that we bring that here, mm. at least on the show, and um, they better be ready because as soon as we sign off, I'm out. I'm going to go find them, and we're going to go have lunch. So I'll shoot you a text if you're available. If you're working on the syllabus, Professor Peralt, then – Well, that's – you're stealing my favorite thing about today. That that's That was – yesterday was a four-hour session at a coffee shop, laid out my entire – fall and it was just weird it was it was like i've been so caught up in like spring and summer that like i don't know if i'm really like mentally aware that like we're going into the fall like fast like fall is here football is here it's right here and i laid out my entire right semester and like got to december the 5th which is the last week which is finals week and i was like damn like that feels like it's really long from now but it's not it's like in a day like december is like really fast it's really gonna be here like in two seconds so it was just like it was a nice reminder of like trying to stay in the moment of like today and trying to not get too far ahead and not get too lost into what's going to happen because i want to enjoy this football season and enjoy this semester and recently for a variety of reasons i have felt like the world's been sped up and it's been going very, everything's been going very, very fast all the time. <laughs> and like, I'm not able to just like, just like, can't Whoa. wait till we actually talk about all this stuff. Oh, soon, yeah. soon, soon, soon. But very and, fast, very fast, it, very, everything's been going extremely fast. And so like, I've had to, you know, yesterday was a, was a really nice moment for me to kind of like sit in a coffee shop and go through a syllabus and re- remind myself of what I look forward to in these kids and what I get to experience and how much whatever I give them, they give me back fivefold and how excited I am to kind of get to know them and to see them and to watch where they're going to go. Cause it's another group of kids that when the semester's over, I get to watch them go off and do something and like, you know, keep track of them. And some of them, you know, you, you, you gravitate towards certain students and certain kids you stay in touch with, but 
you know, every semester I've had at least two or three kids I've stayed in touch with. And this is starting year three for me. So it's my fifth semester teaching. I got a rhythm now. I know what I want to do and what I want to, what I want to accomplish with them. So I was really green in that first year. It was the COVID year. It was over Zoom. It was a mess. And now I feel much more confident and comfortable coming in and, you know, it starts a week from today. So it was uh, football's here. Favorite thing about today <laughs> is that fall is here. We are officially, kids are back in school. We're betting football for real coming up this weekend. And I, then, but the kids on the East Coast aren't back to school yet. Still he, not back to school. He's Brady, Brady's, out, Brady's out on vacation, you know? Brady's out, he's, he, he had to go take care of that trip. <laughs> it's <laughs> non-refundable. Non-refundable. He couldn't afford it. Like He just, you know, on that credit card, man, it was so expensive. He had to... Couldn't just like walk away from that. I mean, my gosh, like, come on, like, you just, you just, yeah, it's, 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 it's expensive. Carrying right? Tom's water. That's the best thing about Affl- today. Affl- you inflation. Said to people carrying Tom's water for years. Inflation, you know, inflation hurts, hits everybody, including Giselle and makes 45 million a year. I mean, shit, that 10 grand, a 10 grand, you know, whatever she spent on that, on that vacation, make there, her break. That's 10 grand a day. They spend fine. 10 grand a day. Fine, whatever, whatever. Ten days. That's a you know that resort for that. Trip. That resort is never going to let them. You know, can't push that back. Never in a million years. The resort's going to. Where do you think it. they went? They didn't go anywhere. Didn't go anywhere. Saint I want kids. I maybe. I I would I would Saint love Martin. to say, hey Tom, you want to show me the the, the manifest of where you went? How about a picture? Show me a picture where you were. When you 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 want a vacation, right? You want you two tweet. Instagram and TikTok more than any other married couple on the planet. You're all you're annoying as hell. Both of them are su- like Tom and his Tom and his underwear and his Brady brand bullshit. All you guys, all in Giselle with her like inspirational morning Zen yoga trips. Okay, all this stuff. Nothing. I like that stuff, man. Zero. Nothing. Quiet. Crickets. Not a post. Zero. You're on vacation. Sure, guys. Whatever you want to sell. Turks and Caicos, I've heard, is very nice. One of the islands I've never been. And, and I heard they don't have cell service either. It's amazing. They don't any. You can't communicate. It shuts Fiji. off everything. Fiji. It's amazing. Oh yeah, those over the water bungalows. You have no ability. You just stay away from the world. Shuts off the world. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Hit subscribe. Hit the like button. Be a part of it. At Boston the versus meat. the book. Buy the meat. He's Dave. I'm Matt. We'll talk to you tomorrow for BVB.